It's hard to keep my keep me in one spot because I got so many. I'm so soulful. That's why I think it's part of the problem. Yeah, you got a lot of soul. You need to express it. By express moving yourself. my body. I also have like the fucking jitters. I'm like the j- yeah. like the most fucking antsy person you ever met. <laughs> when I get like tired, my whole body just like revolts and I have to like stand up. Oh man. Yeah. My How body do you go to sleep. Well, I if, if once I lay down, I fall right asleep. Oh, interesting. But okay. if I'm really tired and I'm trying to stay up, like I'm trying to watch a movie or I'm like trying uh-huh. to like watch TV or something, I sometimes I have to stand up and do it. Oh, interesting. Because I get like restless body syndrome. Oh. It's probably cancer. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Pat. What? (laughs) Yep, you heard it. You heard it. I'm Pat, Pat Driscoll, the co-host of the Degrassi Every Episode of Marathon Podcast. I've been listening to some old episodes, and I feel like let's streamline the podcast a little bit. Let's get it out of the woods for a time. I'm not saying we'll never get guests, but my Rolodex is clear out. I'm shuffling through this thing, and I'm like, did it. Susan Sarandon's been here multiple times. Tim, Everybody's been here. Let's just get to the heart of the matter a There's little bit quicker. how many people in the world, and your Rolodex is clear. But it's, my you Rolodex... Get a lot of people- we don't that you know aren't famous yeah yeah i got a lot of people that could come on the show but i was sitting here and i was like you know what let's see how this experiment goes i have threatened to kill bits in the past and they come right back the next week so i'm not saying this is forever i'm just saying it's for right now i'm pat pat driscoll the co-host of the degrassi every episode ever marathon podcast and i like to kick off this episode by saying how you doing rach i'm doing pretty good pal how are you you like how I sprung that on you? I didn't even tell you. I thought, should I, I know, tell her? I know. I Oh, it got me. It got me. I also like how I sounded really upbeat when I said I'm doing pretty well. And it's like, that's not really true. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. fine. But, you know, I'm just in the doldrums of winter and a two-year pandemic. And <sighs> it's life, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. It's been a tough go. Yeah. Weather's crazy. Yeah. It was warm. Then it was snowing. Then it was cold. It's just been a wild yeah. time here in the old New York City. Yeah. A good example of this is that I had an 8 a.m. doctor's appointment scheduled on Monday morning, the day after the Super Bowl, which is like not a great time for a doctor's appointment. And I woke up at 6.15 so I could get ready and take a shower, and it was snowing. And I was yeah. like, I didn't know it was supposed to snow Monday morning. I knew it was supposed to snow Sunday, and that was done. And now it's snowing again, and I have to get to this doctor's appointment that's on back roads 25 minutes away. Ugh. So I get all my stuff together, and I'm showered, I'm dressed, I'm ready to go. I get in the car, I drive halfway there, and I get a call, and they have to cancel my appointment. Mm. And I can't turn around because it's snowing. <laughs> I have to, like, go further and then find a different way back. <laughs> So Don't turn around, because you're going to feel my heart breaking. Don't but then on the positive around. side, I got home by 7.45, and I was showered and dressed for the day, and I was like, well, I guess I can sit back and watch some ice dancing now. There you go. 
You love the Super Bowl. You had a good big party. You had a lot going on watching the Super Bowl, I'm sure, with all your... Uh, you know, for someone who dislikes football as much as I do, for a plethora of reasons, um, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> the New York Times did a really good job of dropping an article about CTE on Saturday just to remind us of, like, how badly everyone's injuring themselves. Playing football. Um, playing football. Uh, I ended up watching a lot of it. I thought favorite, I was going to maybe be your, there and just be present. What was your favorite play? What was your favorite play of the game? Well, I mean, more so it's like the ones that didn't go well were the obvious ones. And I don't know Which what they're ones? called. Which ones did you like? Well, so I was rooting for the Bengals because I have a lot of friends from Cincinnati. Sure. And I know they were excited. They were kind of the underdogs. But then they were kind of assholes. Like, they were taunting and then... That one guy grabbed the other guy's face mask and pulled him down and didn't get called. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah. they ended up losing because they oh, made a bad decision <laughs> at the end, among other things. Yeah. So, but again, which one was your favorite part? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what any of it is. Did you know that earlier in the week, I looked up the fucking uh, state food of New Jersey to have an answer for it this week? <laughs> and then I just remembered that I did that and I killed the bit. I couldn't. I couldn't have. I couldn't let it go one more week to have an answer. I forgot what it was, but it's. I could easily find it again because it's yeah, in my tabs. Yeah. yeah. But I. I looked it up this week because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna shock her with an answer, and I had the answer. It was surprising. I'm not gonna do it now because, again, as I said, the bit we'll, make. We'll up. recall it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Super Bowl was on. Who cares? Uh. I watched Half-time it. Show was good. Commercials were pretty good. A lot of crypto and electric vehicles. Larry David doing a crypto commercial. What a heartbreaker. I don't know why. I laughed. Yeah, but isn't crypto bad? Like, I feel like we're supposed to not like those people. Like, anybody who, like, Um, does crypto. Cryptocurrency mining is really bad for the environment. What the fuck is cryptocurrency mining? What what does that even mean? I know, I know. It's essentially the way that imaginary. This is what doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. Much like football plays. Isn't it the cloud, basically? Isn't it the cloud as money and they're mining for it? It's bad for them. What is happening? (laughs) Sorry. Nope. By no means an expert on this. Please explain. But essentially how how cryptocurrency is created has to do with um, a series of code and numbers and computers need to keep creating that information and the electricity that that uses is what's bad for the environment. (sighs) It is a little bit mind boggling to me because I was like, wait, isn't it all just made up anyway? Doesn't matter. (laughs) But apparently it's not just completely made up. There's something else to it. I thought it was just make believe money. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I don't care to understand it. I just wanted to, I just need everybody to finally admit it's a scam so we can move past it. I thought we were doing that, and then it seems like we're just legitimizing it more. Yeah, Larry David. I was like, so many commercials for crypto. Their name in the Staples Center, the crypto my, arena or whatever. My bank told me that I could have crypto through them. I was just like, can I just have regular dollars? I don't understand. It's also, it's also not even real dollars when it's like... I get direct deposit into an account and then it goes out to other accounts and I never see it. Does it matter? It's, also it real? Like, it's a scary word. Like crypto? scares me. It's like yeah. a crypt. 
cryptic, <laughs> crypt, crypto. It's like you're it thinking doesn't... of the crypt keeper every yeah. time you think of <laughs> They should have got the fucking crypt keeper to do a crypto commercial. Then I would buy it. I'm Is that how you do it? Do you buy it? That's a work. <laughs> It's probably like it's like an exchange rate. Like, you know, if you got you took your dollars and put them into euros, you could also put it into cryptocurrency. Speaking of Dr. Drake, as he was on the thing, when I was a kid, yeah. there was a very famous part on the Chronic album. Mm-hmm. It was a skit. It was called D's Nuts. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. it. Yes. Went, yes. D's Nuts like that. And when I mm-hmm. was a kid, people used to say to you and I may have talked about this on the podcast before. People would say, hey, man, do you like tapes or CDs? And you'd always say CDs because they were better than tapes at the time. So you'd mm-hmm. say CDs and the person would go, CDs nuts. I wonder if kids today say to their friends, hey, man, do you like crypto or NFTs? And then they'll say NFTs, of course, they go NFTs nuts. <laughs> Speaking of NFTs, I work for an art gallery, right. and um, as as you know, and um, I'm working on their database system. So it has uh, like information about all the artwork that they sell and what comes in and what goes out. And we were um, demoing some of it to someone who works there the other day, and we were looking at all the different work categories that you can put things in you know you have like a medium for you go see a a painting in a museum and it says like oil on canvas so you have like a list of all these options for that and nfts was in there does that make you mad as an art person yeah it does yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think it's bullshit to be quite honest i think it's absolute bullshit i don't really i think I honestly think a lot of what's going on in the world is bullshit right now anyway. Fiona Apple, is this, hello, is this Fiona Apple on the other line? <laughs> the world is bullshit. Fiona Apple, I'm doing a podcast with a, with 18-year-old Fiona Apple from 1999. I love it. The world is bullshit. First of all, I don't, under, I don't know what, it, I don't understand it. I, not to be like a basic person, but mm-hmm. I have no one. I don't. I, pictures of monkeys. It's, what is going on? I don't know. We were, you know how we were talking about uh, I, before this, I was talking about that Dave Holmes podcast and how much I liked it. And in the beginning of it, he's talking about, he's setting the scene for everything. And he's talking about 1991 and how, like what songs were popular, but also the fact that everyone knew all the songs that were popular. There was only like top 40. This was even before like things kind of broke out into more options. So like everyone knew Paul Abdul, everyone knew guns and roses. And when boys to men came out, like everyone knew boys to men. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, today he doesn't know like who TikTok influencers are. Like there's just so many right. people and there's so many things. And I feel like it's the same with like crypto and NFTs. It's like, let's just keep throwing more things out at people but it's not really important. What actually probably is important is the fact that we're like living in a global pandemic and no one is doing anything to really make it better. And the and the earth is going to be on the earth is going to be on fire and it's underwater. It's all distraction. Like NFTs are distraction. Cryptocurrency is distraction. You would think electric cars wouldn't be distraction, but no one's talked about what kind of electric grid we need to support all these electric cars. Like, there's so many things that are wrong in the world. Rachel, you like crypto or NFTs? <laughs> Just say NFTs. That's the bit. Is also like people. If you said tapes, that's that's also because my friend Franny will always make fun of this. My tapes. dear friend, if you would say tapes, everyone would be like, no, 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 you got to say CDs. All right, fine, <laughs> CDs, CDs, nuts. Um, well, we're not. So here. that's how I'm doing. In short, <laughs> could you imagine if I did a fucking twenty minute bit on top of this? 
The episode would be so long. I listened to I'm glad I'm glad you just showed up as Pat tonight. I've been listening to the old episodes. They're so fun. I'm loving listening to them. I don't remember them. So they're fun to listen to. I'm doing the bit. I start it, I think literally right after Dressed in Black, the next episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember okay. who I did. But I don't dwell on it, and I don't play the character. We then talk mm. about kayfabe. I'm breaking kayfabe here, fellow folks. I'm all of those characters. It Me. <laughs> I don't really bring Richard Simmons to the show. He's just, I'm playing him. Yeah. Um, and then we talk about it a little bit, and then we move on. So we're not here mm-hmm. to talk about NFTs, DVDs, D's Nuts, uh, Snoop Dogg. We didn't really talk about Snoop Dogg, but he was at the at the mm-hmm. halftime show. Mm-hmm. Football. Who was your favorite person at the halftime show? Performance wise, I'm going to tell you right now. It's Mary J. Blige, and the funny thing about it is, so Mary J. Blige started singing "No More Drama," and I was like, mm-hmm. Mary, it's the fucking Super Bowl. Like, do we have to have like a very dramatic, like overwrought? Like, I know this is yeah. your big. We maybe vocal. also need more drama. I'm well, not sure. <laughs> I was like, I know this is your big vocal performance, but I was like, can we do real love? And then by the end of "No More Drama," I was like, Nah, you're right. Do every everything you want to do forever and always because you're the greatest. So Mary J. Blige for me. The mm-hmm. other ones were like I like Kendrick Lamar. I like all of those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dr. Dre like punched a female journalist, like beat her up. When it was a long time ago, but I mean, I mean, still. yeah, because I was gonna say like also a lot of it, like his early lyrics were incredibly misogynistic, yeah, but so were Snoop Dogg's. And I'm not a huge fan of Eminem to be quite frank, but yeah, did appreciate him kneeling now. Snoop I mean, they're all like, like 50 years old. Yeah, plus, Snoop, or Snoop right was around like there. pretty always pretty fun though. Like Snoop was never like I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely like I'm getting a blowjob though. He was talking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably talking about the Bandari twins at some point. I'd imagine. <laughs> I also really liked the map. I liked the map that they performed on top of. I liked the set. I thought the set was very mm-hmm. cool. But if you're on one side of that stadium, you didn't see much of anything. Well, who fucking cares. But we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. More specifically. Oh, before what? we get into Degrassi, can I tell you one more thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Tell uh, that know. Dave Holmes podcast also taught me about how New Kids on the Block were the first pop performers at a halftime show in 1991, so 31 years ago, Wow! and how it was a pretty hard switch from the military bands and Mm. such that would play before, and uh, I think that most of the networks didn't even broadcast the halftime show so like yeah. no one at home even saw it that but that was the beginning of the halftime show we know now just what a bunch of fucking neanderthal football fans in 1991 wanted to see new kids on the yeah. block <laughs> i believe that was the same year that whitney houston sang the um, oh i remember that uh national anthem sorry i couldn't think of the word please don't go girl you're my best friend Ooh, i didn't like new kids on the block because it was like not it was like not cool to like them I never got into them as a kid. You were too young. I feel like you were young. I know. I know people who are my age who are into them. I just don't think that I had an older sibling who got me into them. Whoa. whoa, Just hang in tough. Oh, just hang in tough. But we're not here to talk about hanging tough. Mm -mm. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation, more specifically Degrassi, the next generation, episode 902. It's the uh, three, sorry, 903. It's the third episode Mm -hmm. in the ninth season of Degrassi, the next generation. But 
167th episode, but because of all the two parts, it's really the 134th. Name of the episode is Shoot to Thrill. Shoot to Thrill was a kill. Too many women and too many pills. I don't think those are the words. Uh, Shoot to Thrill is an ACDC song. We've already done ACDC. So, Rachel, what is your favorite letter of the alphabet? <laughs> ACDC. You know? Or what's your favorite battery? What's your favorite brand? voltage? What's your favorite bra- <laughs> brand of battery? You Energizer Mark? You got Duracell? Or you just go generic? What do you do? Ooh. Um, I have bought generic before. I got to say, I'm a Duracell fan. Copper top, baby. You beat mm-hmm. you like the copper top taking out the Energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. Fuck that bunny, right? Mm-hmm. You, were, you would have said... Your favorite letter is R because it's the first letter in Rachel, 100%. I would have. Yeah, you're very right. Is your favorite letter P? No. Which is it? R because it's the first letter in the name Rachel, my best friend. (laughs) My dear friend who I love so much. You like a Z? A Z or a Z, depending on what country you're in? Canada would say Z. I like Z from Police Academy, played by Bobcat Mm -hmm. Goldthwait, who's the best. Mm AC like for Bobcat Goldthwait. I love Bobcat. <laughs> Bobcat's great. He's great. I love him to death. We got nothing to say. ACDC, I, I'm sure I probably said fucking, I don't know. Who knows? Who's, what's your favorite battery brand? I'm a copper top guy myself, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I'd know. spread the love and say Energizer, but nah, I'm not. I did buy a bunch of Energizers today, though. Because let me tell you mm-hmm. something. You go to the fucking pharmacy now. Mm-hmm. You can't get anything at the pharmacy without having to have someone come over and unlock the goddamn thing. Everything. <laughs> the batteries, every, every, the deodorant. They're like, people are going to... I know, the deodorant gets me. I'm like, can I not get the deodorant? I guess I understand, like, antihistamines and shit that you could... But they have those behind the counter anyway. Yeah. I don't understand this. You have a fucking security thing. I, everything. I was so annoyed that I had to ring the bell to get the batteries that I was just like, give me this one. And it was like the closest, and it was Energizers. I would have gotten copper tops. Ugh. I Ugh, remember. That's terrible. Do you remember when you were a kid and you'd get the mm-hmm. Duracells and they would have the, with the plastic thing? The things that you could check. You could press how much battery was left in it. I think, think that thing was just making accurate. it up. It was just like, uh, it reminded me of like a mood ring or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, how warm is it? Uh, nowadays, everything's rechargeable. Mm-hmm. You know or what? it has like built-in batteries that you have to get replaced for a very high price. You know what's not rechargeable? What? The relationship of Allie and Johnny DeMarco. <laughs> You sent Bruce the Moose nude pictures of me, Johnny DeMarco. <laughs> you sent Bruce the Moose naked pictures of me. I have no other lines. That's I'd do it twice, though. There's a lot of Johnny DeMarco without his hat on in this episode, and I like just think he looks so strange without a hat on. I'm so used to him with a hat. I can't look at him. Um, I said earlier, I hate Johnny DeMarco. I, I hate what Johnny DeMarco does in this episode. I don't, I feel like we're supposed to be under the impression that like Johnny DeMarco has like a hard home life, but we've never been told that. Am I correct? We know no. nothing about this person except Mm-mm. that he was always an asshole forever. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he didn't stab JT, but he was there. He was there. Then he like felt bad for having sex with Allie. So he kind of liked him. And now he's just like, 
shitty again. So I, I don't know about this guy. I don't know about this guy. Yeah, I mentioned to you, I was like, he wasn't, I mean, I didn't like what he did, but he wasn't the one that I had a, a really big problem with, but we'll get there. I can't even um, believe this. I'm, am I going to get so mad at your big problem? No, I don't think you are. I think you're going to understand it. Um, but let's get, let's start at the beginning, okay. which is that. Is it in is the that, A story that you have a big problem with somebody? I'm not going to tell you yet. I'm not going to tell you yet. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want you thinking the whole time. Actually, I had problems with both of these stories. Rachelikowski, you got a big problem with me. <laughs> um, all right, we can get started. So there, it's club time at the school, and everybody's got to join a club. And Allie and Claire want to join the film club, but it is full up. Yeah, because they join the photography club. Savanya Banania got the last two spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were kissing. They were eating popcorn. I would have liked to have been in the film club. What kind of movies you think they watch? Romeo is bleeding. <laughs> I don't know. They probably watch um, with some Canadian pictures. Um, a lot of movies shoot in Canada. Butlers in Love, for example. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> they were watching Butlers in Love many years before it came out. They were watching it like Back to the Future style. Guys, you got to get on that Patreon. Rachel and I had a, did a deep dive of Butlers in Love, and it got surprisingly serious there at the end. It was really, I mean, there was a lot to talk about in it. It was interesting. There's a lot to unpack. Um, the other thing that's going on is that Allie is really trying to yet again get Johnny DeMarco to publicly show his affection for her or let her show hers for him in school and he's not into it and Claire says they should join the PDA club the PDA club she she's oh why I didn't I missed that what was that supposed to be a joke <laughs> it was literally just about how much she uh she wants PDA with Johnny DeMarco at right. school. She really does. I think she just wants to be acknowledged. This guy is like, yes. oh, he's such a stickler. He keeps going, I told you the rules. I was like, oh God, get the fuck out of here, Allie. The rules. This guy's like the fucking worst. I told you the rules before we started dating. What the rules? What's this? Yeah. The who's the who is he? The the fucking um shit. What's that guy's name? The rules. That guy who wrote that book about like trying to sleep with a bunch of women, Ma oh, Ma Magic Man or something. What was his name? Uh, I don't. I don't. Ugh, I you know, know who I'm talking about, about. But I don't want to. He had like a one name, right? Like it was mysticism, mystical, but not mystical. That was a rapper. Mystique. Mystique. Something like that. Was that his name? I don't know. I'm just the saying rules. Things. Anyway. Yeah, she just wants to like. You got to neg neg on the ladies. Yeah, that's what they that say. Works. Um, but so she joins photo club with claire and which is led by shantae mm -hmm. says that you know portraits you know they can really use the camera to illuminate the soul yeah she tells them they have to use the camera to illuminate mm -hmm. the soul and at the same time claire and Allie are having a conversation about johnny demarco and how he treats Allie. and claire's not like a huge fan of him and all this stuff yeah um and so Allie's like, you know, I'll take some pictures of Johnny. I'll show like who he really yeah. is. The key to that was like, Allie was like, Claire, you hate Johnny. And she was like, I don't hate him. 
first of all. Mm -hmm. She was like, I just don't think he's very nice to you, which I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. He is not Mm -hmm. very nice to her. Maybe when they're together, he's nice to her. But that's classic asshole. You know, mm-hmm. when my friends aren't around, I'll be nice to you. But as soon as my mm-hmm. friends show up, I'm going to be a dick. Like he won't eat lunch with this person. A little bit like on her, be like, get the fuck out of this. But she's also a mm-hmm. freshman. She's a grade nine. She's also a freshman and she's clingy. And she like, you know, wants and expects certain things. But that... she would be far less clingy if he gave even a single inch, I would say. He gives I nothing. I don't know if she would. I don't know if she would. I think that she has expectations of how this relationship should look. Well, there, but. And wants to be a certain way in school. But even like. No, like even her brother is like we don't do that stuff in school that's why we have cell phones and which is also like, like kind of bullshit because they absolutely do it in school because they were kissing at the <laughs> fucking film club thing and then he's calling i went pookie. to an all-girls school so i find it really strange that anyone was kissing in school not to say that like women can't be kissing other women but no one in my class was like dating each other mm-hmm. so the idea of all of this playing out at school is very weird to me oh, lots of it i went to a co-ed school there was a lot of this stuff mm-hmm <clears throat> my whole thing is just don't be in the relationship, dude. Like you obviously are not into it. So don't be into it. She's very into it and she's very young. So she's very like impressionable. And I, I just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. It really was. Mm. I hated it. It really annoyed me. Mm. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's just like, he's only nice when no one else mm-hmm. is around. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's weird. 100%. I mean, the thing, the the one thing that I do stand with Johnny on is that he asked her not to show those pictures. No, that's she, different story. That and we're not I there felt yet. like that was really not fair. So yeah, no, we're not I'm there like, yet. We're not. I'm not there. totally mad at him because of that. But so anyway, but the thing he does in him, response to that is absolutely uh, despicable. She has him over to talk about 1984. Yes, and she disguises it is that that's why she's having him over. And he's like, you don't need me to tell you about this. And like, you can also tell that Johnny is fighting against his image and who he really is because she says to him like, well, you don't read it with your friends, you know? And he doesn't really, he does later in the, in yeah, the episode. They say but like, we've never seen him read with his friends. Then in this no. episode, he's doing and then it. they literally do that after he says that, um, well, I think I think it's kind of an interesting dynamic, and I do think that they do it well, but it's very subtle with both of them. I think that he's fighting against the image of who he really is and then who he appears to be to his friends. Right. Right. And then I think that Allie also... I think that Allie is entitled to a relationship that she wants, but I also find it very interesting that she keeps trying to make this relationship into something that she wants it to be, despite Johnny saying he doesn't want that. Well, he laid down the rules. She's not following the rules. <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> this is the wrong relationship for both of them. Mm-hmm. But I get her perspective. She's 14 years old. This is her first boyfriend. She has visions of what this should be, and it's not mm-hmm. turning. So she's trying very hard to make it. We saw the same that Manny did the same kind of shit. Mm-hmm. She's very yeah, much she a did. Manny. She's a Manny. She's yeah. the stand-in for Manny. So she's mm-hmm. a little bit boy crazy. I mean, you know, yes, he's obviously not the right person for her, but she sort of like liked him against all mm-hmm. odds. 
got him against all odds. So there mm-hmm. is some, she did put in some work here. Yeah. And so I think that she thinks that she could, if she just keeps doing it, it'll right. eventually become what she wants it to be. And it's interesting how I don't think that she really sees Johnny. If that makes sense. Like, I don't think that she really sees him for who he is. I think that she's kind of put a veneer on it. Yeah, I would agree. And not that. and not necessarily like I also think that maybe like Claire doesn't give Johnny the credit for like who he might be that she doesn't know because she only sees one version of him at school. She doesn't even get to see what Allie sees when he's just with her. And I think Claire's a little judgmental. As Which is know. also like not that great when they're alone. He's also like not that great. She's like. She has to like co- co- coerce him to come and hang out with her after school by saying she needs like school help. I don't think it was like the that she coerced him to do that. I think that she got him to come over so she could take pictures of him, but lied to him so that she didn't tell him that she wanted to take pictures. Well, he of him. wouldn't have let her take pictures otherwise. I bet you. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he wasn't wearing I his hat, I, and you can't. I fucking take knew a picture of him. You were gonna defend Johnny. I knew it. I knew it as soon as the episode ended. I was like, "This is gonna be a thing where Rachel's gonna be both sides and Johnny, and, and looking through the things, and we're gonna get into a fight." I knew it. I knew I it. think that I'm pretty good at seeing both sides of an issue. Mm, I know. <laughs> <clears throat> Having a little bit. I mean, I don't think that. There's only one person that I found very wrong in this situation. Well, actually, I mean, that maybe that's not true. There might be more than one. Bruce the Moose. Well, I mean, Bruce the Moose always wrong. But. Snake, because <laughs> Snake looking at that picture was so funny. Snake looking at that picture was probably the best moment in this entire episode. So we should. Oh, we should, so in the meantime, yeah, yeah. in the meantime, what's happening here is that they have English class, yeah. and Miss Kwan is teaching them about portmanteaus. Mm-hmm. And so she's asking about examples of portmanteaus. Like Savanya, for example. Like Savanya Banania. <laughs> Savanya Banania. They didn't even say that one. No, they didn't. Um, so they do mention Benifer in this also. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's how like old this shit is, right? Fucking Benifer. <laughs> That's the only one we can think of. Um, so sexting comes up and Allie is telling Miss Kwan what sexting is. Yeah. Which was awkward. Yeah, that was pretty funny. She had she couldn't put it together. Mm-hmm. This is fucking grown up teacher. She couldn't figure out what sexting was. Um, it's when you yeah. send pictures of like your boobies. That's not what she said. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then, then she asks Sav for advice, mm-hmm. and Sav does say, "You know, we don't. I have to keep." But this is the other thing. So here's where I'm like, I roll my eyes because Sav says, you know, I don't like to do that stuff with Anya in front of people either because I need to maintain my manly image. This idea that like you can, you, if you show people that you care about your significant other, you're somehow less of a man. Is that what this is about? And that's when I was like, oh, fuck this. That's when I'm. Well, they're also all teenagers. Like, I know that you're talking about Allie being young, right. but like, they're all fucking young. Right. And like, this is, that's part of it is that you're figuring all this stuff out. And I mean, if you want to talk about having to appear a certain way, like, let's get into that B story with Riley. No, you're right. Like, people who need to maintain an image. I think they did a really good job of matching these two stories, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the the two together. I'm so interested to see who this character that you think is so bad is. We've talked about all the characters. <sighs> we haven't 
Um, so Claire? Sab, Are Sab you gonna gets tell a new... me that Claire is the fucking bad elf in this episode? No, let me keep going. Let me keep going before you guess. Bad it. elf. So <laughs> that's that's so... not a thing. Claire is a bad elf. That's what you're worried. I'm gonna elf. Think. Why did I say elf? I meant egg. Bad egg. I said elf. Claire is a bad elf. This nine point five percent beer is really doing, it's really getting to doing you. a number on me. <laughs> Thank God I didn't do a bit at the so beginning. Sav gets a new phone. And he immediately, after he says, you know, he has to maintain his manly image, he calls Anya, you know, to be like, this is my new number. The manly image thing, to be fair. He calls her Pookie. He called her Pookie. The manly image thing, to be fair, was meant as a joke. Because we were all supposed to be like, your fucking manly image, which was funny. (laughs) Stickers, your stickers. And then he said Pookie. He said Pookie. So Allie takes his old phone. And then she buys Johnny a two-month prepaid cell phone so that she can text him so that they can have a conversation and, you know, and she can kind of see where that goes. Like, oh, is this going to make things better? He's very against this phone at first. He feels like it's some other way for her to, like, have him on a leash. He says, I'm not. "Hmm." This makes me feel like that's not problematic at all. Like, (laughs) that this is the kind of thing. Oh, also, sorry. We forgot to mention that she took a lot of photos of Johnny with her stuffed animals. And he's like, you could never show these to anyone. I also love the idea that these pictures like were got to the soul of Johnny and somehow humanized him for everybody. Yeah, she shows them to Claire immediately after she Claire's says, like, oh Don't my show gosh. them to anyone. He looks cuddly, and it's just like, do you want a double date with me and Casey? Suddenly, Claire just love like is into mm-hmm. it now. Also, like everyone has all sides to them. I just don't think that teenagers realize that. Very image conscious. I agree. No, I agree. It's less. Mm-hmm. I was the things that like annoy. I was just like with the rules. I was like, that's just a red flag for me. Like, and that's on her also for going along with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Could you imagine and if it's you interesting were dating because somebody? early on, it, it's interesting because early on he really wanted to um, not tell anyone at school. And now people at school definitely know, but he's not into the PDA at school, which is fine. But it's mm-hmm. and that's totally understandable. If that's the way you are, that's totally fine. Yeah. But he will PDA is kissing, hand holding that. He won't let this person look at him. Like she's not allowed to talk to him at school. So that's like to me, I'm also putting this on her because yeah. my whole thing is Well, like, that's because his best friend is Natty Zavitz, yeah, who yeah. makes fun of him endlessly if he talks to Allie's. Which, like, how do you not realize that that's because, Johnny, that's because this dude's jealous that he mm-hmm. would fucking kill to have a relationship? The thing that. And also because his name is Bruce the Moose. Bruce like, the he's Moose. kind of an asshole. Imagine you were started dating a guy and he was like, all right, here are some ground rules. Mm-hmm. You can never talk to me. Like, that's basically what they are. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, let me take pictures of you with my <laughs> stuffed puppy. Bizarre. I mean, I'm also blaming Allie. Like, I also, I mean, Allie's like yeah. obviously incredibly immature. Like, she's an Im- yes. a very immature character. But like, yeah. dude, there's got to be other fish in this sea. He's not even like Sav's. Like, I don't even know what you're seeing him. He's so greasy. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I can't look at him without a hat on. His not no no hat face is so bizarre, right? Yeah, it's just because he's got hat hair. All the time. All the time. Perpetual he hat He also hair. has hat 
with hair in it because some of his hair yeah. comes out of that. <laughs> it's just attached. Um, it's just attached. All right. That. So she she takes all the pictures. He I think you said he says don't show these to anybody. Yeah. So she shows them to Claire, and then after so she got him the phone and. He is like, okay, maybe I can get into this, you know. She's like, oh, we can text, mm-hmm. like, you know, send you things she, and stuff. And go ahead. And what's the first she text into, she sends? She goes into the bathroom. Yeah. And she's unbuttoning her shirt as she's walking into the bathroom and then walks into a <laughs> stall. So we know she's taking some sort of like picture of her boobs, which are later referred to as the Bandari twins. Johnny calls so. them the Bandari twins. He's very in. As soon as she starts sending sex messages, he's so in. Mm-hmm. And he's like letting her mm-hmm. talk, sit on his lap at lunch. He's into it. Mm-hmm. He's t- telling Bruce the Moose, if you got texts like this, you'd be running to see your girlfriend as well. So, mm-hmm. and there was one point earlier than this earlier when he was like, I told you I'd be okay with the no sex thing, but you just can't talk to me at school. Like also like holding mm-hmm. that over her head a little bit. Not that it was malicious, mm-hmm. but it's just like teenagery kind of shit to do. Like, yeah, I get, I have a little bit of leeway because you won't let me have sex with you anymore. Meanwhile, the last yeah. time they had sex, it was like the t- only time I liked him. Yeah. I don't think he's like an evil person, but I just was like, all right, enough with the rules. Yeah. So, she- well, I thought that the, I thought that the rule really was that she showed the picture that he asked her not to. No, it was the, I he brought it up rules- after that. No, the rules came in very early on. He, he was saying that. Oh no, it was at the end. He says it again at the end, Yeah. but he says it much earlier than that because I wrote the rules down. Um, Right before Sav says maintain my manly image. So okay. all that happens after. So I wrote those are the rules and then capital letters. The rules? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so she goes to photo club and shows the pictures of Johnny now to everyone in photo club. Yeah, and Chante's like, we have, this is given like a different impression in Johnny. We have to display this. And she's just like, oh, okay. But like, <laughs> it this doesn't is, say no. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not defending this decision. As soon as it happened, I was like, this is bad. But yeah. then there, all the pictures are hanging up and she like brings Johnny to show him with like, jo- she's like happy. She's like, this is going to no, be great. She didn't do that. No, she didn't. She did have a big no. smile on her face though. No, she was nervous about oh, what he was going to see. So it was a nervous, it wasn't that at it all. It was a nervous <laughs> smile. Yeah. She was, Hold on one second. I just saw it again, when he, but it was like, that's not the impression I got. She did not bring him to show him the photo. He it's in school. Right, 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 right. But when, when she, when he sees it, she's smiling. I but she's thought, like nervously oh, smiling, okay. like hoping that he's not going to be upset well, about it. You think it was going to fucking not see it yet? Knucklehead. Yeah. It, I mean, that was like immature and kind of dumb. Yeah, like she's it's also super not, immature. Dog. It's not fair. Like, I I don't, I don't agree that like, you know, him saying like, we have to have a relationship this way is a good thing at all. Don't get me wrong. But it's also really like not fair of her to like ignore things that he asked and expect it to just be okay. I definitely (laughs) agree with you there. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. This is a life lesson, man, for her. This is not, don't be in the relationship you don't want to be in because you just want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Although they broke up once before. 
And he like, yeah, over the sex thing right. when suddenly she thought because she didn't have a conversation with him, with him first. Yeah, Allie's a little impulsive. Oh no, you're right. She is smiling, thinking that he's gonna be okay. That's about what I'm it. saying. So she doesn't even. You are right. She doesn't even right. realize That's why what I'm he saying. asked. She's a dumbass. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's not a dumbass. She's obviously like a book Which, smart person, but she's like an like she is yeah. very immature. Yeah. Very immature. And it's like, yeah, it, it would be hard to coming from Johnny's perspective, you know, regardless of like him needing to maintain whatever image he wants to maintain, which is dumb, but also like a very teenage. Totally. Concern. I actually don't. It's, it's like dumb. You but it's literally like, yeah. he was very clear about a lot of these things. And this is what I was saying about her expecting this relationship to transcend these boundaries right. that he set on it to be like, it's OK, we're going to make it past yes. that and be very unrealistic. No, I actually we're actually agreeing more than I was when I thought we would. Yeah, we should point yeah. out the one thing that, that happens prior to this is um. Allie then, after she sends the boobs from the bathroom, she sets up yes. like a boudoir in her bedroom mm -hmm. with like mm -hmm. with scarves, and she takes a completely naked mirror selfie and sends it mm -hmm. to him, which is what he sees when he's reading with Natty Zavitz, and then he's like, "I gotta go see Allie." So like that's the other thing. It's like this image you were trying to maintain. You're once like sex and nudity is involved, you're mm -hmm. not trying to maintain that image too much anymore. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this is when. So then after that is when he sees the pictures, and yeah, she like doesn't. I don't think that either. And that's a flaw on her part that either mm -hmm. she doesn't remember that he said not to show the pictures or she thinks like, I mean, he has been this way the whole time in her, in his defense, yeah. he has not wavered from this kind of like, no, no, he's been very much himself and like showing up like that. Whereas I feel like she's the one who's been very unrealistic about this whole relationship. And thinking like either thinking it's more than it is thinking it's something it's not right. or like thinking johnny is someone he's not right. making him into this like perfect boyfriend that he's not no he's not um so he sees the picture he's very very upset he rips it down mm -hmm. and he's really upset with Allie and is saying you know we talked about this this is how you know the rules etc that's the time i remembered him yeah. saying that um, and what he does threateningly, he threatens to send a picture of her boobs to Natty Savage. Right. And then he does it. And then he does yeah, it. That was indefensible, in my opinion. It's indefensible, except for that it's a very human thing to do when you're pissed off in the heat of the moment. Heat it's, of the moment. It's revenge porn, but it's not thought through. It's not premeditated. It's totally, it's completely revenge porn. Like it's one, but it's not premeditated. That's the okay. you know, like so you'd get you manslaughter. Know, like you'd get manslaughter. Yeah, exactly. You'd get manslaughter. For it's it. manslaughter revenge porn. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if he regrets that he did it at all. Like, I think he's pissed off at her, and he's like, feels like right to do so. But what happens is that he texts to Natty Zavitz, and Natty Zavitz is heading into a class with Snake, where he's collecting all the cell phones in a box before a test. This is the best part of the episode. This is the best part of the episode. And Natty Zavitz is like the next in line. And Allie is running down the hall in these ridiculous high oh, heel shoes. They show those shoes so much. 
She was wearing them when she was taking sexy pictures uh, in the boudoir. I liked them. I and liked them. They were very funny. They did. And then they made a point of showing her running down the hall in it. And so she tries to grab Bruce, opens his phone and sees his text and is like, whoa. And then she tries to grab the phone from him. And then Snake grabs the phone away from her and looks at the picture and goes, whoa. Yeah. Snake saw <laughs> a naked Ali Bandari. Yeah. And so he says that he thinks that they need to go to the principal's office. Yeah, I hate that he sent that picture. I don't know. I I, I know you. I know you're gonna. Oh say no, that. no. I mean, I think it's bad that he did. I it. hate it. It makes me very angry. Um, I don't know. I think it's indefensible. I I get it. Heat of the moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I just like. I don't know. It's just it it really rubbed me mm-hmm. the wrong way. And then what happens at the end? This makes is it even where I have worse. a problem. Yeah, to me, makes it even worse. So you go ahead. This is what I. This is what I had a problem with. She goes to see Hot Sue in the. Oh right, Hot Sue's back. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I we forgot, forgot to mention, mention. Hot Sue is back. <laughs> Hot Sue. I had that as my first me thing. Too. Hot Sue? Question mark. Hot Sue's back. <laughs> and then I had PDA Club, so clearly yeah, <laughs> just jumped right over that. So Hot Sue is back, and Allie goes to her office, and this is what I have a problem with. The sex shaming part of it. Me too. I go. Oh, and God, yes. this was the thing that I was oh. like, I, oh, and Hatsu is your person who you're most mad at. Yeah. Oh, I and love it. The thing it. is, is that Hatsu kind of turns around at the end. But the thing, the reason why I am giving her less credit is that she is an adult. And like, I'm trying to give the teens more credit because, you know, they're still learning things. Yeah, totally. And you make mistakes. Taking boot pictures you, that's is life. Like, that's part of life, you know. That's part of life. And sending it to the wrong person is part of life. Um, so what I have a problem with with this. I love this. I agree with you. Is that Hatsu says, like, you need to protect your body. Yeah. And you need to make someone might want you to go for this a job. This is such interview. a funny line. I, I think it's really hard to know who you can and should send naked pictures of yourself to in for sexting mm-hmm. like because you don't really know like you could break up with someone right. in a bad way and then they have those pictures and it's like you don't necessarily want them to have those pictures after the fact but this is just the way it works right. like you are you are choosing and making a choice to send those to someone else and i do give hatsu credit because i don't know that ali really thought it through and i think that ali maybe needed to not that you should have to have something this horrible happen to you to realize like maybe you shouldn't have done that but like the tone of it was what I had a problem mm-hmm. with because it's like, yeah, maybe you do need to think about like who you might be sending these pictures to and why and exactly what you're sending or Love not this. sending because there, there can be consequences to that. Like those things can end up on the internet. We've seen that happen with celebrities. Like people can, you know, revenge porn you and post those things very public places and all these other things. Yeah. Um, they might share them with their friends like Johnny did. And mm-hmm. you know, at that moment and stuff. So I I appreciate the idea that Hatsu is trying to explain that, but in the thing that it's couched in is like sex shaming. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, oh, I don't like this. I'm not defending Hatsu. I love this. I think this is a great take. Mm-hmm. I totally support this take. The only things I will say, I think when you're dealing with 14 year olds, it's different. I, it, it's like fun. It's weird because like kids are so much more like sexualized is that weird is that weird to say mm-hmm. like now than when we were like i don't i couldn't even yeah. imagine but the only real thing is like this was also so new at the, at mm-hmm. like this point like look at those phones mm-hmm. you know they're like flip yeah. phones so imagine being a principal and like 
just like going along in your life, like because everything's pretty normal. And then all of a sudden, there's like naked pictures of these teenagers like going around your school. So, mm-hmm. but I totally agree with you. I think I I got I got annoyed with that too. I was when she was like totally sex shaming her for it. And it's the thing is, is that I don't think if this happened today, this would have played out exactly the same way as it did 11, 12 years ago. But it's not far off from what would happen now either. Um, And I do think that there needed to be this conversation between Hatsu as the adult to be like, you might not want to send these. (laughs) Or you might want to like think a little bit before you send them and stuff. But like also not tell people not to send them either i don't know i also grew up catholic so there was a lot of sex shaming in general in that but (laughs) i think also though when she was like you don't know you could be going out for a job interview and i was like no one would job interview wouldn't care anymore like now it's like whatever (laughs) everybody's got them but like i but that was like a real thought back then like oh my Mm -hmm. goodness could Mm -hmm. you imagine if it was ended up on your resume Mm-hmm. special mm-hmm. skills um but i agree <laughs> but again i do think it was like very new i think that like this stuff having to like adjust i remember like talking about when there was the episode where emma was getting up on the scorpion dna and all that and dan woods was like fighting her on it but dan woods didn't really care you know he was just like this mm-hmm. is like i don't want to deal with this i just want to have a sandwich you know it's similar mm-hmm. like where now uh hot sue has to like any principal like at that time this was not a thing it was like maybe you'd catch like someone fingering in a car but now it's like a whole nother thing with this technology Mm -hmm. and sexting Mm -hmm. and how do you talk to a 14 year old but she was like i may the cops could get involved because you're distributing child porn which i never thought of but i was like that is true it is yeah Yeah. that is true that is child porn snake snake looked at it Mm-hmm. He could get arrested. <laughs> Not really, but he didn't choose no, I to. I'm it just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. I'm being facetious. <laughs> but so, but yeah, no, it's the thing. So at the end, Johnny and Allie break up, and Allie asks to have the picture back, and he's like, "If we're gonna break up, I need something to remember you by, or something." And he was like, "I won't show it to anybody, but I'm keeping it for myself." All well and good, fine. You said you're, but that's still. The tone and the, and the tone is weird, but also that's something as, as someone who, if you share pictures, you have to keep that in mind. Like you can't get those back. So that's something it's kind of like, you know, I think coming right out of the meeting with Hatsu, it's like the lesson learned part of it that they're trying to really drill into the ground. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you could lose that. And that's just something that's out there. And someone has of you. I do agree. But the way he said it felt threatening. Yeah. And also it it's did. like, I get it. He's so upset because like someone saw him in a picture holding a stuffed dog. Those are, but like, and maybe he equates that as being the same thing as a naked picture of a 14 year old girl. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, just just logically, they're so fucking different. Mm-hmm. Shyler stoned over sad Allie. Yeah. I'm hoping this is the end of Allie and Johnny. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Um, sometimes I look at the uh, the Degrassi wiki if I'm trying to look something up and I'll find mm. out info about, like, this is the last appearance of so-and-so or this is the last breakup of oh, so-and-so. So we don't um, know but this. I didn't do that today, so I don't know. It's certainly not going to be the last appearance of Johnny, but hopefully the last. Look, 
I've got talked down a little bit by you with the Johnny thing. Mm-hmm. So g- congrats, kudos. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Remember yeah. those candy bars? Kudos. No. What's in them? Well, I think they were like passing themselves off as like being like a healthy alternative to candy bars, but they were basically just chocolate. I remember them. Like, kudos. Didn't they have a pretzel in the logo? I believe or so. Something like I that? believe so. Yeah. Kudos. Um. So yeah, you 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 won. You if this was a co- uh, contest, you won this one. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate him. Thank anymore. you. I tried. I tried. I see the new I ones. Didn't, I mean, I don't. I don't think he was right. That's I'm no, not saying certainly that either, neither do but I. I think there's, you know, I think they did a decent job. I mean, Degrassi's always a little bit blunt because you don't have that much time to work right. with, and you're also speaking to teenagers. But I think they did a pretty good job of kind of showing this play out whether or not it was a good thing or you know not. what's very funny <laughs> is that as i was watching this episode it's very funny mm-hmm. that you say that because i was watching this episode and i was like i feel like i'm not sure who they want me to root for here and no, i was I really mad about they... it because i was like yeah. obviously Allie's johnny's fucking horrible but now that you say it i think that was on it was on purpose. Like they, it was on purpose, yeah. but that's also why I'm not sure who my MVD is going to be for this episode, because I don't know who I'm rooting. Mine's going to be hot Sue for all the sex shaming. I'm a big fan of sex shaming. As you know, <laughs> you're big Catholic. Uh, good stuff. Good talk. We yeah. have to do a whole nother B story. And more Natty Zavitz. Jerry Seinfeld. Also dated a teenager. <laughs> he was Jerry Seinfeld used to show up at Shoshana's high school when he was on the Seinfeld show in his 40s. He was the biggest star in the world. And he would show up at Marymount High School to pick up his underage girlfriend. And everybody was like, it's cool. It was like in page six. Yeah. It's like, oh, guess who showed up at Marymount today? And it was like, obviously, Jerry Seinfeld to pick up his t- high school aged girlfriend. Oh. He's in his 40s. Gross. And we were all fine with it. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just a thing. He's just Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So funny. Jerry Seinfeld. The 90s were yeah. a weird time. Observationally, you know, he's going, what's the deal with child molestation? <laughs> Wasn't talking about cryptocurrency in those days. Did he talk about? Did he do have no, Larry David did. Oh, okay. Oh, Larry. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's why Larry him. David quit the Seinfeld show. He quit the Seinfeld show because Jerry was dating a teenager. Really? I didn't know that. No, I made that up. Okay. <laughs> like, he did quit I the like Seinfeld for, show, for but I don't. Cryptocurrency? No, he did quit the Seinfeld show. He I did. Know. I didn't know that. Oh, he wasn't on the whole. He. Oh. I wasn't very. It was only like the last maybe two. Two or three seasons. It got it really went off track at some point. That last episode was uh, terrible. Yeah, but I mean, Seinfeld's pretty funny throughout. Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Festivus is one of the is the oh. last season. Is it that late? I believe so. I believe mm-hmm. it's either the last or the second to last season. Okay, that's one of the greats. But that's because one of the writers it was his family tradition. So <laughs> got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> Oh, Kruger, my son says your work stinks. A few years ago, I was with some of my friends at the beach and we were um, in a shop and they were selling those like personalized necklaces. And we were talking about like what we would not like ones that say your names, but one that say a phrase. And we were talking about all getting ones that said serenity now on them. (laughs) 
yeah. and, then, and then I never got them. Then the mm. other day I was looking at a, a crossword and one of the clues was, what does George Costanza yell blank now? <laughs> it's right. like serenity. That's, yeah, that's easy. Serenity now. So we've got a Fiona story yes. and a Riley story. Yes. So Natty Zavitz is real, real, really, really, really hitting on Fiona hard. <laughs> Natty Zavitz is so disgusting. <laughs> She's like, hey, this seat's not taken. And he's talking about his lap. See, I'm a prick because like I, I like laughed at that. But yeah. then I'm like, Johnny DeMarco's wrong. Yeah. But like if I like the character, I'm yeah. He was like, and then he was like doing like tongue wagging at her. Yeah, just gross. It's gross. And Fiona isn't really sure how to kind of get rid of this unwanted male attention. And she talks to her yeah, brother she, about it. And yeah. he's like, what do you want me to do? She's like lamenting the state of uh, public school boys because they're not, mm -hmm. you know, very mm -hmm. couth. Mm -hmm. They're pretty gross. She's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty gross. There's some other guy like, who's like leaning around Natty Zavitz and doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he's like Natty Zavitz's buddy, Zaddy Navitz. Zaddy Navitz. <laughs> Natty Zavitz and Zaddy Navitz. And they're like, hey, you wanted me to come over to your room? I'll give you a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so so then, simultaneously, Hot Peter mm -hmm. and Riley are having a conversation and how Peter makes like a gay joke. And he's like, Hey, don't do that. He's like, yeah. I'm going to get the attention of like one of the hottest girls in school, this new girl. Fiona. Yeah. He was like, watch me. Yeah. But, but, but that conversation starts with P with hot Peter uh, going up to Riley and saying, Hey, you want to grab a burger? My mom's making fish loaf. <laughs> and I wrote fish loaf, question mark, exclamation point, What's, question what mark. Is fish what loaf? is fish loaf? It's, I guess it's like meatloaf, but with, but with fish. fish. Like, what fish would you use for that? Tilapia? I don't know. Do you just mash up some fish? Do you get some ground fish? Put it into a White loaf fish? pan? That does Maybe anchovies terrible. with little bones in them? Ugh, that sounds fucking hard. I know. So and I of course he wants to get a burger. So, yeah. So... So he... Yeah. So... And then at this point, I was like, so is Riley... I can't tell if Riley's out to Peter or not because he makes like he gay jokes and then he's like, hey, lay off the gay jokes. I mean, I think he has to be out to Peter considering he French kissed him at, a, at the house after they did push-ups But then I felt like they never discussed it, so... But they're now friends oh, again. Oh, no, I think they did. I think they had okay. a... They did talk about it. I, I don't remember. God, I don't remember. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to get this girl's... Not necessarily like phone number, but like, you know, I don't know. Something. So he goes into fashion club where she is hanging out because she joined the fashion club and Dave is hitting on her terribly. Yeah, he's doing a terrible job. Poor Dave. Yeah. So Riley interrupts them. Yeah. And he does a better job at it, mm -hmm. I guess. And so then she decides to then and there make up that Riley is her boyfriend to Dave yeah. so that Dave will lay off. Right. Right. And then people start asking her about it, including Riley. Who's like, I heard I was your boyfriend. And mm -hmm. she was like, I needed some, basically it all comes out in the open right away. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, can I take you out for some, for a meal or something? Yeah. 
She's like, oh, take no, me to this said, dot that yeah, I heard yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> Right, also, right. also, all of the lines in their part are so weird. Like, it doesn't feel like real flirting. I'm like, who wrote this? There's a well, point I- where she's in Fashion Club when he walks in and she's like pricked her finger or something. He's like, oh, are you going to need a transfusion? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that a pickup line? <laughs> you know what's funny? What? There was a line where when he, he's talking to Hot Peter mm-hmm. And he's like, Peter's like, do you want to get a burger? I'm going to have fish loaf. And he's like, you know, now that I'm single, I have all this free time. And, and Natty and not Natty's Evans, Riley says something like, um, uh, maybe, maybe Mia replaced your Axe body spray with girl repellent. And I thought to myself, nobody talks like that. No, I swear to God. (laughs) I was like, this is not a converse. Like he was so fast to say that Mm -hmm. joke, which is a good joke. First of all. It's a funny joke because you wear Axe body spray. You, you definitely do. And then girl repellent You're doing meth, you definitely wear Axe body spray. Also, Axe body spray is basically is girl repellent, which mm-hmm. would have been a funnier <laughs> joke. But I did think the same thing. I was like, this is so unnatural conversation that these two would be in. Do you know what Axe body spray is called in the UK? Bird seed. <laughs> No, the brand is called Lynx, oh. like like a wild cat, L Y N X. But it's I thought it was thing. called bird seed because they call women birds over there. Oh, so you were attracted like to birds. birds. That was a fucking great <laughs> answer, by the way. You really <laughs> thought about it. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they attracted the birds with the bird seed. Anyway, so. Uh, Riley takes her to the dot and they're like talking about what's your favorite movie. And she's like, I like very like weird movies. You've probably never heard of it. And then it was let the right one in. They like, Oh, does it, isn't Oscar's relationship with so dark. And I was like, shut the fuck. Did they go to the dot at the end or in the middle? Because they also go to, cause they talked about like this dot that I've heard of, but they also go to the pool hall. Hmm. And at the pool hall. This might be the pool. Okay. So they go to the pool hall and Fiona has sushi for lunch and she's sharing it with that him. That is this. Yeah. That is this. He doesn't know how to use chopsticks. And he's like, she's like, you know, does it taste horrible? Do you feel like you're going to throw up? I've seen people throw up eating sushi for the first time. It's very funny. <laughs> They're so cultured. Guy. So cultured. Yeah. I'm not like a big sushi guy. And I resent the idea that like, yeah, that exactly. Yeah. That, like, oh, if you like sushi, you must, you're very like, mm, I mean, sushi off. and raw oysters is what Fiona and Declan have told me so far. <laughs> they are very into They're very into seafood. <laughs> they're very into seafood. Yeah, give me raw seafood. I want a seafood diet, a seafood, and I eat it, you know? Mm hmm. You know that one? Yeah. God, I was going to try to figure out how to put a D's nuts joke in there, but I just, uh, Seafood diet. If I see food, I eat it. It's a thing. (laughs) Serenity now. (laughs) So they go to the pool hall. Which is also just the concert. I can't believe, I can't believe I'm just I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. <laughs> Said it like four times. Too. 
Oh, speaking of seafood, the pool hall is also where Marco had ordered calamari. It <laughs> doubles as the bar concert venue where he ordered calamari. That's correct. Um, they have one set. <sighs> they just removed the furniture. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're eating sushi. And Riley walks off somewhere. And who comes in but soccer stud underscore 1717. <laughs> I was so happy to see him again. I love how like you recently brought him up maybe last week (laughs) or in the yearbook episode. And had you not brought that up recently, I would have been like, who the fuck is like, I would have totally forgotten. Yeah. But I knew I wrote it down. (laughs) Soccer stud. And I wrote underscore down underscore (laughs) 17. 17. (laughs) I didn't know it was two 17s. I only wrote one 17. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, seriously, why don't you want to? You don't want to talk to me anymore. Hey, Riley, seriously. And we're just like not friends now. He's talking to Fiona first, like, oh, hey, yeah, we used to be friends, you know. And Fiona hasn't really figured it out just yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Riley so then, comes back and sees Soccer Stud seventeen seventeen and like rushes. Uh, forgot, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Riley sees Soccer Stud underscore seventeen seventeen and rushes to get them out of there, and. She tells <laughs> Fiona that he's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of crazy people around here. I don't, I've never met him before. Yeah, in the pool but hall. F- Fiona, Fiona's hip. She eats oysters and sushi. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, she's not been born yesterday. No. So then, is this when she tells Declan at the school? Declan really just like shows up to be like, hey, what do you got to tell me? Yeah. Feed me exposition. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just vomits I, it back out, right? <laughs> I need exposition to live. <laughs> Declan so far also functions kind of as a Shantae, like he's here for the gossip, like totally. the hot goss, and then not much else. Declan. Declan and Dylan, two bird-faced boys <laughs> from Degrassi. <laughs> two of many. So yeah, so she goes back to school and she's like, you know what? I think that um Riley and I believe she says likes boys. Mm-hmm. I think she does. Didn't too. call him gay. She said likes boys. Mm-hmm. And then he's like with Natty Zavitz and he's like, hey, oh, if I would have gotten those pictures talking about the alley pictures, I would have made sure I saved them, right, bro? I love boobs. He didn't say that, but that's what the <laughs> that's what he implied tone was. Yeah. yeah. And then this fucking Declan, who's supposed to be like very cultured and smart, Mm -hmm. was like, I think your gaydar might not be working. Like he was (laughs) buying this. Yeah, he was. He really was. (laughs) Like, this is the most obvious. And then she's like, oh, also, before all this happens is when. um, Well, I guess you actually touched on it a little bit before when Riley and Fiona have a conversation. He's like, hey, I heard this rumor that we're dating. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, oh, and uh, and so when he initially she initially tells Declan that she thinks he likes boys, he's like, well, he needs a beard and you need a bodyguard match made in heaven. I fucking love Declan. (laughs) Declan I also love that Declan is like a 16 year old is like talking about beards. Well, yeah, he's like Chuck Bass. He's cultured. Whoever said that this is their answer to Degrassi, he's so their Chuck Bass. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about it last week and I was like, uh, like we're we're supposed to not like Declan, but so far 
he's been like funny. Mm-hmm. He's eaten exposition for lunch and he embarrassed hot Peter who I fucking hate. So like three cheers for Declan so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then is that it? So is- like he had already said to her when they talk about this whole relationship thing, he's like, I don't mind being your decoy. And right. so then, you know, later Declan says that. And then, uh, that's when I think that they're kind of like, oh, I guess we'll go out to the dot. Yeah. I like Riley. Mm-hmm. I, he's got really weird lines in the show that makes him seem not it. like a human. Yeah. Oh yeah. All of them. <laughs> all Maybe of, that's why I like them. all of them. I'm just like, what is this a person? I'm not sure. Let the right one in Swedish vampire movie. I love that one. <laughs> I think their relationship is hopeful. Uh, you fucking prick he all of his lines are fucking out of this world it's like an he's like an alien yeah if they revealed that how great would that be that should be in the new season of degrassi somebody is reveals that they're an alien from outer space (laughs) and it's riley no not necessarily no and the new the new one that's going to be on hbo oh okay but if anyone from this show now was, was actually an alien, an alien from outer who, space who think it would be? i'm natty zavitz because he's just trying to like <laughs> see boobs fuck yeah he's trying to like yeah 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 that's what i feel like aliens would be doing mm-hmm. they'd be trying to see boobs and peens mm. penis penises penis who do you think i don't know i was thinking riley because his lines are so weird they're so weird it's not human <gasps> I think maybe Mia replaced your axe body spray with girl repellent. Damn, you need a transfusion. (laughs) I love Riley. (laughs) Riley is an alien sent from outer space. (laughs) That would be great. It makes more sense. This show needs a kick in the pants. Like it needs Imagine and then he just fucking is there and he's like, I'm just I'm cool. I'm an alien, but I just I just want to be like you guys. But then he like rips his face off and he's like an actual alien. Mm -hmm. And then they go to school (laughs) with an alien. (laughs) Like the eyes and the green head. Oh Oh my god, yes. Nothing ever happens on Mars. All right. I guess that's so our episode. How does, it, how does that end, though? Like, it ends on a kind of weird note where Fiona's like, hmm, I don't know if he's gay or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They spend but more that, at the end on um, the other story. And we also don't know if, like, he considers himself gay, right? May, I mean, he could be bisexual. We don't know. No, totally. Sexuality is fluid, Rachel. Sometimes it is, like but boys, not in the Degrassi universe of this time period. It is very binary. The Dooney? The Dooney? The Degrassi universe. The oh. D-U- the, the Dooney. <laughs> the D-Uni. It's like the, the Dooney? What? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it ends with Fiona saying, so what's this dot that I keep hearing about? <laughs> dot Maria Jones, of course. Oh, also at some point, Holly J comes up to Fiona and is like, oh, I hear you're dating Riley. Big man on mm-hmm. campus. Mm-hmm. She's like, nobody else could come close. Great job. Yeah. He doesn't date within Degrassi. Yeah. Fiona's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Declan looks like a, I mean, yeah, Declan looks like a bird. He does look like a bird. He's got to get some of that <clears> bird He's like a bird. It'll only fly away. Remember when Nelly Furtado came on the show? Yeah, I do. I do. 
You miss it already. You haven't even been one ep- full episode and you already miss your guests on the show. It was, it was great when we used to have guests. Mm-hmm. Rachel. Yes. Scale of one to ten. How much do you think that episode 903, shoot to thrill, too many women and too many pills. It's not pills. I don't know what it is. But how much do you think it went there? Um, I'm really not sure. I didn't write anything down for this either yet. Well, I think it went there this, some. The good is it doesn't matter. So just yeah, say I think it went there some, but I don't think it went there a lot. I'm going to say a four. You know what? It is too many women with too many pills. I just looked it up. <laughs> there you go. Sh- shoot to thrill, play to kill too many women with too many pills. A four, you say? Yeah. Sexting was a new thing. I bet you back in back when it aired, it probably felt like it went there a little bit more, especially when he threatened mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. keep the picture. T- he's going to just fucking beat it to it most of the time. Well, let's imagine. be honest. It's a flip phone picture. It's going to be pretty blurry. Pretty picture. Very it's not going to be like a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, you said a four. I'll say a f- It's like a three or a five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think because we're so inured to sex sexting at this point that it's like, oh, someone sent mm-hmm. a picture of their boobs. Like, doesn't everybody do that? Mm-hmm. I'm old, so I, I've never done that. You've never sent, done that? Sent a naked picture of myself. I've been with Adrian for almost 15 years. Yeah, but you never sent her any, any pictures. Pictures of my dick? No, it's disgusting. <laughs> like, who wants that? Like, <laughs> bad tell, enough she has to look a at a lot it. of people that out there. <laughs> Bad some enough, people she don't to seem to understand that. Yeah, no, it's I, 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 I firmly was like past the. Mm. Um, I was already like, yeah, it was I was flip phone city when Adrian and I started dating. So, but you didn't send any dick pics on your flip phone. Not a single dick pic. I've never taken. I have never used my phone to take a picture of my penis. Wow, and the world is better for it. <laughs> <laughs> There is no I've, picture of my penis I floating around in it. Sent a picture of my boobs to someone <laughs> from a digital camera before phones had cameras in them. Nice. And then I had such a weird experience with that whole thing that I was very anti sexting for years and years. And then finally I'm like, it's not so bad. Eh, it's fine. Yeah. It's cool. It's the way the world is now. Mm-hmm. People, that's how people communicate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, man. So that picture's floating around out there somewhere. Yeah. What if you go on a job interview? <laughs> you wouldn't know it's me. My face isn't in it because I'm smart about that, at least. At least. You don't put goodness. your face in the photo with with your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God your mom doesn't listen to this podcast, as you said. No identifying marks, right? Um. So, yeah, I'll say a three because... Mm-hmm. It probably, if watching it in the moment, probably went there a little more. I mean, the sending it out to Natty Zavitz, probably, I'm going to go five, five. Well, you know what was way worse than sending uh, just one picture to Natty Zavitz might have been that time that Peter filmed Manny and then sent it to everyone in the school that already had the I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. But that was so much worse because it was like she was drunk. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, you know, no yeah. consent. And that uh, P- fucking fuck Peter. Uh, Peter. And now we feel bad for him because of his meth Not addiction. Me. I don't fucking feel bad for him. One scintilla. 
I don't feel bad for Odd Peter. I thought you were going to say Iota. Hey, you want to get... No, I'm too fucking... I'm not basic enough for that. Hey, you want to get a burger? My mom's making fish loaf. <laughs> that might have been your best line, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot Peter. Or just best concept, the idea of fish loaf. All yeah. right, Patrick. Yeah, I don't really know either. Uh, can we just, like, agree that, like, no one's great in these episodes? Don't even need to do the thing. Um, I'll pick an MVD. Um, okay. I'm going to pick. I was talking about how much I liked somebody and now I forgot who it was. Declan. I'm picking Declan. <laughs> Declan is my MVD for this episode. Cause he was funny. He made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was, I mean, I did like when Claire pointed out like this dude's not nice to you. Yeah. I liked that because I did think it was like, at least she's not afraid. Like some people are afraid to say that to their friends. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked that she did that, but I'm going to go with Declan because he was showing up to chow down, eat that exposition with a pair of chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Unlike Riley, who didn't know how to use them. This fucking rube, <laughs> fucking Toronto rube. Oh, can't even figure out chopsticks. Um, so he made me laugh. Let's go. I don't think Declan's going to get it very much. So. I don't know. We have a whole lot of time left. What about you, Rach? Who's your most valuable Degrassian? I mean, do I give it to Shantae for running the photo club? Do I give it to... Her saying about pictures illuminate the soul was pretty great. It was pretty good. Do I give it to Miss Kwan for not knowing what sexting is, but also bringing up Benifer? Do I give it to Natty Zavitz for just being awful? Do I give it to Snake for his reaction to... The phone, which was pretty up there. Do I give it to soccer stud underscore seventeen seventeen for showing his face again and being real upset with with Riley? Do I give it to Riley for being an alien? I don't think so. Probably not Fiona either. <laughs> I'm not giving it to any of the main characters. Um, do I give it to Dave for showing up and saying some inappropriate things? Oh, Dave was fine. Dave was just trying to like yeah. I give it to Snake for his facial reaction. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. Snake Snake mistakenly seeing an entirely nude Ali Bandari in mm-hmm. a picture was pretty funny. Just pink heels. I was about I was gonna say something. Who else would you talk? You said Oh fuck, I forgot. Miss Kwan. I said Shantae. Oh, Miss Kwan. It is amazing that a teacher in a school. Mm-hmm. Could not put together, even if you've never heard of We're it. talking about portmanteaus. <laughs> could not put together what sexting was. She needed to have a child explain it to her. I was like, you can't figure this shit out, Miss mm-hmm. Kwan. I know it's new. Yeah. Shoot it was great. To thrill. Too Shoot many to women. Thrill. Too many pills. So that's it. We did it. Another episode in the can. In the can. Jinx. I don't know if we said it at the exact same time or not. It's hard to tell when you're on a Zoom connection. <laughs> I think we did. Um, yeah. Should we tell the broomheads that uh We should. Broomheads. We're taking the month Bad of, news. We're taking the Bad month news. of March off from Podcast is canceled, releasing man. new episodes on the main channel because I will be traveling. We will be releasing a patreon episode and we will still be doing our patreon hangout so everything's happening as normal on the patreon if you want to join us over there patreon.com slash deep so our last episode of the month will be next week next week next week and then we'll be back 
the first week of April. But I'm listening to old episodes. So if anybody wants to get I will go, I'll do a Facebook group thing if anybody's into it. Mm -hmm. If you want to like, if we want to pick some old episodes and listen to them and and chat Mm -hmm. about them. Because yeah, we're going to be gone the whole month of March. Whole month of March. Munch of March. This nine point, I added beer tonight, guys. It was 9.5% alcohol. And it really did me I'm in. I'm glad I did The not. month of March. We're, we're going to be not having any new episodes. So if we want to pick, that could be a fun thing. Maybe we'll do on the Facebook group. Me, not Rachel. Mm-hmm. She's on vacation. Don't bother Rachel. Yeah. Leave her alone. She's going to be traveling. I'll be out on the West Coast. So if anyone's in LA or San Diego or Seattle, let me know. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, so March March will be a no new episode. So we'll do something. I'll post something on the Facebook. Maybe we'll listen to old episodes. Season I've been been going through season two. It's very fun. But whatever, yeah. you'll be fine. Sparkle Spaz twenty eight on the Instagram. Go to the mm-hmm. Facebook group, Dope Monkeys and Broomheads. You can mm-hmm. email us at every episode ver at gmail dot com. And please, this Patreon is blowing up we got to introduce a patron rach oh we do oh my goodness oh my my what uh <laughs> the spirit in the sky it happened that's where we you have. gotta go when you die where you die and lay me to rest i'm gonna go to the place that's the best we have a patron who is using an alias so we do not know who the real patron is but we will the patron goes by Hello12. Oh, my goodness. It is my pleasure to welcome a Hello12 to the room. You can have a four rooms because a Hello12 is the first person to ever uh, join the Patreon at the downtown of Sasquatchatia, which is the top of tier you can do. That means a Hello12 will come on the show at the summer point. Oh, we're going to put a sock on the door when we record the show. It is going to be so nice. It is so nice. And hey, <laughs> Hey, thank you, Hello 12. We love you very, very, very much. Marco, Dylan, and Declan. Declan also looking like a bird, like a Dylan. Maybe Marco like him. We got to set him up with a Marco. <laughs> Hello 12. Hello 12. Unbelievable. Downtown Sasquatch, baby. The top tier. Downtown Tippity Sasquatch. top tier. Mm-hmm. You can't get any higher than that. So. Mm-mm. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> ears peeled? Ears peeled. Ears open? Ears open and your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back next week, and then we will be taking a month-long hiatus. So mm-hmm. you better eat it up, broomheads. Enjoy it while you can. Like a soup. Maybe listen to that Dave Holmes podcast I keep talking so much about. Yeah. Watch Butlers in Love. Mm-hmm. Starring Stacey Farmer. Maybe don't. I don't know. It wasn't that great. I thought I didn't like it, but then you talked me into it. You've been talking me into a lot of stuff lately. (laughs) I'm really good. I'm very persuasive. You really are. You'd be good. You're good. The great debater. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have gone into politics. Uh. Yeah. Maybe Mm. not. (laughs) Well, Rachel, as they say, as they say in Toronto. Uh Uh-huh. Grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely. By the way, Broomheads, Tyrell made a grilled cheese, definitely whole thing where you can buy shirts, fucking, you can buy a dress with grilled cheese, definitely all we over should, it. Our sign, off, our sign off should be good night and grilled cheese. Definitely. Good night and grilled cheese, definitely. <laughs> you guys got to go follow Ty- Tyrell because he, it's amazing. 
Mm-hmm. It is. It's really great. Yeah, if you don't, it's it's our old pal Tyrell T Y R E L L O U G H E E D. Go follow him on Instagram. He made a grilled cheese definitely print that you can go to uh, Red Vine. What's the name of the fucking website? Redbubble. 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 Maybe. Babblefish. No, Babblefish. <laughs> Redbubble. You can go to Redbubble and you could buy a grilled cheese definitely t-shirt. You could buy a sticker. You could put it on a dress. You could do whatever you want. Grilled cheese definitely. The sign off of the show. Rach, good night. And grilled cheese definitely. Grilled cheese definitely. <laughs>